Hello and welcome to Pig Ingram Gamers number 39, coming a mere six months <laughs> after <laughs> the last one. I'll be honest, I was upstairs um, having a lovely wee and I was thinking to myself, because you'd mentioned that the Switch wasn't even out when we did our last one and I thought to myself, wait, was Trump even president when we did our last one? But he must have been. He's He's, yeah. he's been in there over a year, but I, there was a, a little bit of doubt because it has been so <laughs> fucking long um, since we did these. Um, but yeah, uh, we haven't given up on this. It's just that, well, I've had a baby. Well, the wife did a lot of the work there. Um, <laughs> um, certainly she's taken the lead on the breastfeeding. Uh, and, uh, so, so that's kind of been in the way. And I've just had the last two weeks off with, I don't know, maybe stress. Um, <laughs> uh, basically just feeling like crap. Um, and I'm on this low FODMAP diet and, um, I just, I have a feeling that it's, it's not going to work to the degree I want. I'm going to go to the doctor and there's going to be more things placed inside me, um, via orifices, which are, you like, g- it. generally way outs only. Um, anyway, I'm Graham Goring. Uh, oh, and I'm Dave Williamson. Yeah. So this is number 39. Um, and, uh, I reckon we'll probably cap it off at 40. I think that's a good, it's <laughs> a good number. Mark's not here this week. Um, um, because, he, uh, he, he just doesn't give a shit about it anymore. I mean, but the thing is that we never gave a shit about it either. <laughs> it's just that we turned up to not give a shit about it. So I, I think he'll be back. It's just that he's ever so busy making, uh, he's a, working hard. Yeah, he's working hard on his new game. Working hard. Um, which obviously we can say nothing about. Although let's be honest, we could say everything about it and I doubt it would leak anywhere. Yeah. Just because of the amount of people who listen to it. It looks good. It looks good. Oh, it looks lovely. Yeah. It looks lovely. I might, I might be doing a little bit of work on it. Oh yeah, so so yeah. Is that an exclusive? Uh, <laughs> I'm probably just gonna have to cut that out. If I'm honest. <laughs> um, so yeah, so so uh, we've got so much to catch up on. I mean, it's ridiculous. I was looking at the stuff that I played, <laughs> and I realised that you know it's, it's well, actually, I could only actually successfully identify about three things, but but there's there's actually there's tons there's tons that I must have played in the interim because although I have been busy making my own game. Um, it's, uh, you know, there has been moments of downtime. Yeah, you have to make time for yourself. <laughs> is that, are you talking about a little bit of a hand shandy there? <laughs> no. A little bit of, a little bit of private Dave time? <laughs> no. Private Dave, private's time? Um, uh, although you do have to do that too. Um, or the pressure builds up. Um, have you ever had blue balls? <laughs> no. Have you not? No. I had blue balls once and it is really painful and I was reminded of it recently because I went out for a cycle yesterday a cycle to Asda and back which is about four miles but when I got off the bike at the other end I hadn't cycled in like well over a year and um, I had this massive amount of groin pain and it was like a really needed away or I had blue balls it was it was weird right okay so but yeah, I don't recommend blue balls. It is very painful. Okay, I'll, I'll look out for that. Luckily, very easy to cure. Um, well, they, not something you have to do. You can't really do it in public. Um, <laughs> uh, at least not twice. So um, I suppose we should talk about the news. So the first thing Dave mentioned yeah. the news made me made me think. Oh, hello, is there some news on this? No, he's talking about the announcement of this game that got announced about six fucking months ago. Uh, which, which, which hilariously is what? Uh, Spelunky 2. Yeah. Which we still know nothing about. I'm surprised that nothing has, I mean, I assume E3 will have a bit of stuff about yeah, it. Yeah. I mean, we know a little. It's, I think it's pretty much going to be the same, isn't it? Which I don't get. I mean, I mean, apart from, I could see it as a money making opportunity, but I feel like Spelunky was perfect. Well, the, the story about how it came about was the, um, uh, I think I think it was PlayStation or uh, someone who who you know assisted in the publishing of it. Yeah. Um, came to him and and was asking him to you know do a follow up. So I mean, in that sense, it is a bit cash grab. Yeah. Um, but I'm sure he's putting in the work. Uh, well, I, believe... is it, I thought he wasn't making. It. I thought he was just designing it and bit. No, he's doing. Yeah, no, he's doing the design. Oh, Blitworks are doing. The, yeah, the it's the company that um, ported it. Ported it, yeah, to PlayStation, which makes me think it was Sony that that approached him. Yeah. So, 
I I would I would love it to to you know branch out a bit and maybe be like a three D platformer or something like that. Uh, that's that weird like when Risk of Rain too. It's gone three D. It's weird. I, but I like that because it, it it's still kind of a sequel, but it's something different. Okay, yeah, yeah. I mean, I'd yeah better that than a retread. Yeah, um, and and I I don't think anyone's done procedurally generated three D platformer. Really? I mean, they definitely have. Have they? Yes. I'm going to say yes. Eldritch was kind of a bit like that, wasn't it? Was it? A little bit more shooty, but... Yeah. But also 3D platform... Yeah. I suppose, yeah, there could be third person. It's not going to be that. It's definitely it won't gonna, be, no. It's definitely going to be a 2D game that's just like... I like someone jo- joking about it being a, a Mario Kart-esque game. <laughs> that would be... Which would be a, it'd be a mine carts, I assume. Oh, um, um, Yeah, I suppose. Which means it's on rails, so... <laughs> It's so really terrible. I I was just imagining the uh, the scene from um, Indiana Jones. Yes, Temple of Doom. Yeah, watched that quite recently actually. <laughs> um, so so that was announced and then disappeared. Which is weird. There's been a few things like the the Bloodborne. What we assume was the Bloodborne two sort of reveal tease trailer um, happened like about three months ago, and again nothing. Yeah. <laughs> um, and I assumed that you know because it was I I, I thought we'd learn more about that at E3. And I think we probably will, but because Sony have announced what they're going to be showing at E3, which is, you know, Last of Us 2, which is good, and um, several other games, one of which interested me. I can't remember what it was. I've only read it like five minutes ago and I've already forgotten. But, but you know, the E3 sounds kind of interesting from the, the, the PlayStation point of view. Um, I can't I don't know. I just don't get excited for E3. Oh, it's nerd Christmas though. I just don't. I think the problem is that it used to be that there was like this week and it'd be like, blam, here's a trailer, here's a trailer, here's a trailer. And everything fucking leaks or is announced, you know, weeks in advance now. So you don't kind of, kind of get that. There are no surprises really. And a lot of them have turned off from E3 anyway. Even though they do things around E3. Yeah. They, they're not actually part of the whole E3 thing. No. No. Like I say, I mean, it's been a couple, obviously a couple of years since I went to E3, but it was fucking. It was half empty when I went, which was, I mean, like li- literally fucking um, uh, the Euro game, EGX Res, not EGX Res, just EGX was was bigger in terms of the amount of stuff there, you know. But nothing got announced because who gives a shit? It's EGX. <laughs> yeah, it's just some little rinky-dink English thing, as opposed to America, which is important. Um, but yeah, uh, what else? Uh, oh, you said this thing about. Insult. Now, when you mentioned insult, I assumed you were talking about involuntary celibates. Um, the uh, basically, um, I, well, let's yeah, just I, say I don't know what this is. Okay, all right. Well, I'm, just to be honest, there's going to be an edit point there, and because <laughs> I said things that even I regret. And Dave was mentioning something about this this publisher insult. And I would, because I hit insult and I, I thought about the news. The, are, we, that, are we going there again? Well, okay, yeah, but in the somewhat more genteel terms about that chap who, uh, that, I say chap, that, uh, who drove a truck into a crowd of people in Toronto, I think it was. And insult meant involuntary celibate. These people who can, who, who think that women owe them sex, um, for whom a wank isn't good enough. Um, who, uh, but it's not, it's apparently some publisher that did something. Um, no, yes, it's nothing to do with that. Okay, from we have to say that from a legal point of view. <laughs> but it's it's a publisher who um, they were getting their employees to um, make fake Steam reviews for right. their games, um, which obviously is wildly against uh, Valve's policy. But I assume like all the publishers do it though, right? Uh, yeah, probably. I don't know. I wouldn't like to say. <laughs> yeah but Just, uh, yeah um, and the community are really against it as well yeah and so valve come down hard on people like that and mm. with this publisher they just removed all their games from i mean that is quite the punishment yeah um but I, th- I think it was a bit more than that the ceo was actually threatening his employees as well which um he he wrote a, a carefully worded email which implied that your job was on the line if you didn't make a, a Steam review. Um, Jesus, what? And that's how it came out. I think one of the employees leaked the email. 
Wow. Um, well, he is going to regret that because I assume he now has literally no money coming in because <laughs> yeah. Steam's the only game in town, obviously. Yep. Um, you know, I mean, I'm sure there's some people who are making nickel and dime on itch.io um, and gone, uh, but. I, I think um, itch as a whole makes less money than a, a decent game on Steam. Yeah, yeah, no, that sounds about right. Although I'm glad of it. It's kind of, it's kind of like, it's like a sort of a beatnik artist community, itch.io, in some ways. Yeah, I'm glad it's there. Yeah, I'm glad it, it's there. It has, you know, it has its own special little niche. I do, I do like to browse itch because so. I don't think you do, you don't get shovelware on itch, really, do you? People who put you stuff do. on itch, oh, you do, do you? Yeah, you do, oh. but but I mean it. it it kind of um, gets filtered down because um, they have like featured stuff on the front page and things like that. So. Right. So they're actually probably curating it, are they? I I don't know how the curation is done, but they the featured stuff does seem pretty good. Okay. Um, so it's done better than Steam's. Yeah. Yeah. A lot less on there though. So. Yeah. That I suppose <laughs> that does help. Um, okay. So that's Insul, who are not involuntary celibates. <laughs> But a twat publisher. Um, uh, you mentioned what was it again? Uh, there was also the papers, please. Oh yeah, short movie, short film. Yes, um, which I think is a really odd thing to make a, a a short movie about. Yeah, or any length movie, in fact. Yeah, but um, it just it just doesn't seem like there's a lot there, and, and apparently nothing happens in it. You said. Yeah, it's pretty much follows the game. All right. Um, so it's about a guy in the booth who's stamping approved and unapproved and, you know, rejected. And and then uh, people keep coming to him with different stories and uh, trying to get into the country. And uh, and that's about it. I won't spoil the ending of it, but it, it, it does actually follow the game pretty well. Oh, okay. So... Seems an odd thing, really. I mean, I loved the game. Yeah. Strangely, because I, I hate those um, uh, tedium simulators. Mm. Um, but Papers, Please just was, it just got it perfect. Yeah. So. It was quite something, actually. I remember, yeah, when it came out. I remember, so well, I'm, 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 devil I'm, I'm happy that the, the stuff's happening for Papers, Please, but I, it just, I'm, I'm not sure a short movie was the way to go. It's the guy who made it doing anything. Have you got anything else in the works? Uh, yes, he... Oh, I can't remember what it's called, but it's a, um, a two-colour um, pirate thing. Oh, is he the one doing the, the Oberdin? That's it. Oberdin. Oh, okay, yeah. right. Oh, all right. That's unexpected. Didn't realise that was him. I'm pretty sure it's him, yeah. Okay. Um, so, uh, also, well, I don't know what to, whether to mention this or not. About. I'll leave this uh, one to you. Yeah, so basically, uh, it, I'm not sure it's news actually, but it was it was to me mentioning the the whole the high profile indie person who uh, got removed from a position, and it's, it's I don't think it's worth raking over the coals. Okay, yeah, if, if you don't want to go there, well, why 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 would you want to go? I just I like I think it's fairly important in the um, uh, indie community. Um, Mainly for it shows that these organisations are taking this kind of stuff seriously. I mean, it's yeah, something absolutely. that's come to the forefront in movies recently. Yes, obviously. Um, lots of high-profile cases there. Mm. Um, so yeah, I think it's I think it's nice that um, smaller communities like the indie community, um, are, you know, taking it just as seriously. Yeah, yeah. But I, I, I think I, I think I mean I know. That in terms of like actual, you know, big companies, there are still plenty of people. You know, there's lots of people there who, who need to be me tooed, really. Uh, well, you may know more about that than me. <laughs> well, yes, I mean, but yeah, no, I mean, uh, I know that there were, you know, people at my old company who it's like well, that's that's not on, really. That's 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 not exactly contributing to a non-hostile work environment. Um, but I would not want to say who because it's. Uh... I, I mean, I think I think um, in this inclusiveness is a real problem in in game development because um, I mean I run the Manchester Game Jam, hmm. and it is predominantly um, men that come to it. Yeah, yeah. And and we we'd love for it to be far more diverse, but um, 
there, there is a whole barrier because I mean, the odd occasion we get um, women come. Um, I mean, it must be quite you know, you know. I mean, it's not a hostile environment, but no. But the fact the fact that there is that it, gender split, you you they must look around the room and go, well, I appear to be the only woman here, kind of thing. So. Yeah. I, mean, I, th- I think, but you know, I, it, that, it's one of those things that has to be done ground up. It's like from you know from birth, basically, it, in terms of in terms of making sure that people are aware that they can do whatever they want, they can be whatever they want, regardless of gender. Not to be you know ridiculously right on and stuff, but I, I think that yeah, the, the the games industry has it really bad. And that's but, and I love games from other people's perspectives as mm-hmm. well. That's that's something I that's one of the kind of games I like. So I just love a, a huge diversity in games. Mm. So, but yeah, you know, I, I I'm confident it will get better. But I feel like because we're only just sort of having this moment now, it's going to take a long time before you know the actual the the fruit of that is is uh, you know actually occurs. I feel. It's going to take a. It's going to take and 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 the problem is that you know these things sometimes they go out of you know people's sort of consciousness and it just it just reverts to the old ways. So, well, more often than not, it does. Well, yeah. well, yeah, exactly. So there needs to be a sort of concerted effort, and not just in terms of gender balance, but in terms of you know people of color and stuff. There needs to be more representation. And I think that's that's not nearly such an issue in terms of video games, because I can think of loads of really amazing developers who are people of color. But yeah, gender balance is is still super super skewed. Um, we did that all without mentioning who it was and uh, which organisation. I think we were quite tasteful. Yeah, actually. which is unusual for us. I, mean, I don't I don't like it. <laughs> I, like I need to make some sort of joke about touching a baby's penis now. <laughs> no, no. Um, it's fine. He's my baby, um, <laughs> and I was cleaning poop off it, so that makes it okay. <laughs> I've got a great photo I can show you if you like. No. Okay, fine. I, I do not wish to see poopy penises. Okay. <laughs> Although, I mean, that's a great name for a kid's cartoon. I think. <laughs> no, it's not. Well, I mean, it's not going to get on telly, but you know, maybe, <laughs> maybe YouTube. Um, what else? Uh, is there anything else? That's news-wise? I, don't, I, don't. I, I think there's loads, and I've forgotten all of it. I yeah, it's not news it anymore, most of it. <laughs> no. Well, no, that's true. It's, it's very much old. But I'm trying to think, there must have been some... Oh, the Steam summer sale dates were leaked, but whatever. Always and the always. Yeah, June something. The, the something. I would not be allowed to comment. <laughs> there's, there's, there's me going on a fishing expedition. <laughs> nothing, nothing coming from Dave. Well done. <laughs> He's a good little Valvey boy. Well, um, it's, ne- it's never me that oh, leaks. Oh, thingy buying Val. Camposanto being bought by Val. That was interesting. Ah, yes, yes. I remember this. He said that like some some old mage. I've, I've mentioned the dragons of Theor, and he went, "Ah, oh, yes, yes, I remember the dragons of Theor." <laughs> that's what it just came across as. Um, but yeah, so that's quite interesting that because the, the, they don't often sort of absorb things, and it's it's encouraging um, that you know they kind of be. Hopefully, this means they are going to make a game. Yeah, I mean, well, they need to repopulate their developers, don't they? Because they had a mass um... exodus. Yeah, I, mean, I, I don't know whether it was it was the developers leaving or it was them pushing them out because they didn't need them at the time. Um... I, I think, I think, if you're a creative and you aren't creating, then or none of the the fruits of your labor that was the boys i was trying to think of uh, are actually you know showing then you, you're gonna leave I, I remember valve did also have a big clear out they said there was a lot of dead weight at the uh at the company of people just not pulling the weight right and um so i i remember having that big clear out but then after that they didn't actually make any games so yeah which yeah that well they're not yeah they're they're, they're not that kind of business anymore are they they don't well, need hopefully, to make games. hopefully the I, I mean, I hope so, but it seems like the way they're doing it is just by buying a developer, and you well, know that's what you do when you have money. I suppose, yeah, plenty <laughs> of it. Well, for a moment, I thought that Adam Smith from RPS was going to work for them because because his kind of apparently someone from the Manchester area was was moving, and it was and everyone was saying, oh, it's it's Camposanto. They're going to Camposanto, and they're going to Val, but he's gone to Larian Studios um, to to do stuff there, right? Which is um, fun. I, I can't think of you know as a writer that would be a great company to work for. I think 
Yeah, yeah. Right. Uh, I won't bother talking about Ludendare because how did you place in that actually? It's the the, the results are next week. Oh, are they? So oh, they, okay. they? By the time this goes online, they'll be out. But <laughs> the next Ludendare's will be out as well. <laughs> um, if I if I know my editing prowess or, or lack thereof. Um, okay, well that was it in terms of news. I'm, yeah. I'm doing air quotes. Um, so we should do our reviews. Yeah. Um, okay. Uh, well, I've got quite a few. I don't know how many of you got. Would you say? Uh, I got a couple of Switch games. Got a couple of Switch games, yeah. Um, and we'll probably talk about the Switch itself. Yeah. Just because we haven't yeah. really, because it's, like I say, it came out fucking hell after. <laughs> that is insane. Um, so I, because Rhyme was free on uh, PS Plus. Because Rhyme's uh, an interesting game because it, you know, it appeared and it disappeared for ages. Yeah. And nobody knows what happened to it. <laughs> um, uh, and then it came back. I'll tell you after. Um, <laughs> I won't, because I know the. No, okay, doesn't matter. Um, so, so that was uh, that came out, and because because it just seemed to be like a bit of a, an Ico me too. And I played it. It's just you go around yelling at pots, basically. That seems in terms of gameplay, it's just yelling at pots. Just gonna and run what, around. What do the pots do? A glow, maybe, or a, or maybe a torch comes on or something. Yelling at, yelling at torches as well. Why just yelling at the scenery? I mean, I, that's kind of like Ico. I, no, no, you, you, used to shell, you used to yell to get Yorda to come towards you. Yeah, there's just lots of shouting. Lots of shouting, but there were like proper puzzles as well. Whereas, I mean... To be yeah. honest, actually, Last Guardian's a lot of shouting as well. Is it? Yeah, it seems, it seems that's like a theme of... Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah that's true. Well, anyway, but but in terms of puzzles, there's it seems very thin, Ryan. I was, I'm not surprised that it turned up on PS Plus quite so fast, because cause I I can't imagine it was selling great guns, and I, I'd hate to be the person who paid thirty quid for it or whatever on Switch. Cause, Gee, yeah, I think so because it's on cart. So I know, yeah, I know about that. But but so that was. Really, very sort of disappointing. There was nice, the nice, the the lining up sort of thing, where you'd you'd sort of line some stuff up in three D space to make a a two D visual. I like that as a puzzle element. But other than that, meh, just a big old fucking island. It's like like a museum almost. And obviously, they're the worst things ever until you get to the bit where they have a spectrum or something like that. So it, it, it's sounding a bit like the witness here. <gasps> Sacra blurb, but that's full of gameplay. I mean, you might not have liked the gameplay, but it was full of puzzles. Yeah, but it was full of like children's puzzles. Right, you didn't solve them by yelling at them, did you? You didn't just press a button to go. Ooh, yeah, and they thought solved. They they literally were just solved. Well, you are cleverer than I because I'm <laughs> stupid. Um, I got Far Cry Five. Yeah, yeah. Which is, I mean, it's basically bullets and deja vu. Is what it feels like. Cause well, that's, that's Far Cry. Oh, yeah, I know, but I was, I was shocked just how fast I did. And I, I mean, it really is just Far Cry 4, but with American accents this time. And, um, it's a slight difference to the way the skills unlock. But it's, I mean, half of them, I mean, none of the skills are interesting, really. It's, it's, I mean, it's really kind of, oh, what should I spend stuff on now? That's not interesting. Oh, I can carry a bit more ammo. Whoop de doo. Um, and tonally, it's terrible because it has like this. Try, it tries to have this really serious sort of main story, and then every other fucking side mission is some wacky, zany, pulpy bullshit. And it's and it's yeah, it's it's really bad. Oh, hello. I think I can hear a baby upstairs <laughs> being shushed by the wife. Um, yeah, so I I mean I've been playing through it in kind of bloody mindedness in kind of well I've paid for this now <laughs> um, I, I bought the version with DLC because it was cheap um, so we'll see well there may be maybe some, some slight moaning baby comes through in the background of this but we'll see um, well, there's some moany baby in the foreground as well oh, oh my god that is a legitimate slam <laughs> nice I'd high five you but I know I'd miss because I'm terrible at high fives so yeah, Far Cry Five. I mean, you know, polished and all that, but meh, it's just the same. 
I mean, really, that game is just, it's just, it's Far Cry 3 again. 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 At least Far Cry 2 had some more interesting things, like, like when you, you, like, there was a legitimate tactic you do, which, like, you'd shoot someone in the leg so they're injured, and it would bring their mates out of hiding. Um, whereas the enemies don't really hide enough that it's, there's any point to doing that in this one. Um, and then, you know, they pick them up and they'd sort of, carry them and stuff it was there was loads more stuff in there there was a video that getting around going look this is what far cry 2 did and this is what far cry 5 does and while far cry 5 looks way nicer there's a shit ton of features that it's kind of not bothered with and the fire has been completely nerfed which is a pity <laughs> um yeah so mayor and uh what else did i play uh it's most first person shooters because titanfall 2 i got that mm, it's all right i'm enjoying it but it just feels it feels feels quite low budget weirdly it, you, it, you like the the geometry feels like it's being instant like you're seeing the same stuff every couple of meters and the world feels like it was entirely built for the gameplay and doesn't like, feel like, like a you're location. in a scooby-doo cartoon yeah yeah absolutely yeah um oh, it'd be better if you ran and it made that <laughs> bibbity bappity bippity bappity noise that'd be great um it feels nice but it's just feels just very much the same and story-wise it, it just feels like um like, I wouldn't be surprised if I discovered it was made in Unity. That's what it feels like to me. It feels like it's that budget game. Ooh. <laughs> no, I mean, you know, there's some amazing games made in Unity, but you know yeah. how they have, like, have a feel? Because everyone buys the same fucking assets and turns on the same tick boxes in the make it look good thing. Make you know, it look good. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, okay. that's so, so loads of Unity games have the same feel because they've done the, you know, very little in terms to differentiate. So, but it just feels like, it just feels like, um, it feels like a low budget game, but, you know, sold for a full price. Um, but I've only played the single player. The multiplayer is probably, you know, obviously very different, but, but, yeah, it's alright. It's alright. Um, and, uh, Wolfenstein 2, which I didn't like. I mean, I played it through. But oh, you really liked. I really liked the first one. Yeah. But I think, I don't know, maybe something's changed in me. I just, I didn't. Oh. <laughs> What? Not not killing killing Nazis is not good enough anymore. No, I think I think maybe I've just had my kind of fill because it, again it felt just like more of the same. Again, it was like there was nothing new in it. I mean, I like the fact that you don't have to press buttons to pick up every fucking thing in the world now. But yeah, it it just felt like oh, I've, I've seen all this. I mean, it looks really really beautiful. Can't and and I enjoyed the story as well actually. Um, it was you know satisfying, um, but. And, and actually, you know, had some, some nice subtlety and real sort of shades of, of sort of, uh, bits of, um, pathos and stuff. So, yeah, it was surprisingly, um, accomplished in that sense. But gameplay wise, just didn't really do much for me. Yeah. Oh, ice cream fans arrived. <laughs> Dave, do you want to, you want a 99 with a flake? No, no, you're right. Does a 99 have a flake already? I, yes. Okay, I feel like there was not a lot of certainty there. I don't go to the ice cream van a lot. Okay, but surely you have some memory. I mean, no. Okay, I really don't. Fine. Okay, what what have you been playing? Uh, well, I I got a Switch. Ooh, so, uh, have they come out now? Yeah, apparently oh. so. Yeah, uh, which it's very good. The Switch is it? Is it indeed? It's very oh, good. Yeah, that's good to know. Uh, and I got um, I got Zelda with it. You got it? Well, okay. And uh, that's a really, really good game that I've reviewed already and said it was really good. So people keep telling me... Oh, what? Wait a second. Dave appears to have a, a different opinion. <laughs> Dave, the the shitness witness <laughs> with, it, with his weird, mad views. Well, right. I, uh, where to start? Oof. It, it, what got me was the amount of grinding. Okay. So, like, all the weapons and things um are so brittle that you have to constantly be grinding to get more. I didn't find that to be grinding. I, I normally had an embarrassment of weapons because I was, I was constantly doing all the little, you know, the little places you, uh, what they call, shrines. Yeah. I've and you get I, shit in there. I, I, was trying, I was trying to stick to the main story and do the shrines. So, shrines, towers, and uh, all the story objectives. Right. Because I didn't, <laughs> I didn't want to invest like forty odd hours into it. Okay. Um. And and I just, 
I was struggling to get anywhere because all my weapons kept breaking and then I have to go to um, uh, less taxing areas to try and build up all my stuff again things like that it just it just felt like a, too much of a grind for me hmm. see I, I didn't have that I, I, I liked yeah it was like once I got to a certain point like I'd have like a, a, a good a good bow and I could st- and you can make those special arrows for killing those big monsters I found that I always had you know plenty of good weapons and, and stuff well, I don't feel I've got to that point yet. Okay. I'd say for me, I'd say the only grindy thing is finding the fucking Korok seeds. Getting enough of those to upgrade all of your stats. Yeah, I mean, I, I wasn't too bad at finding them. I, I found quite a few of them. Well, yeah, so. there's, that's because there's, there's hundreds <laughs> of the fucks. But yeah, no, it just, all, all of it just felt like too much of a grind in between, in, in between the story points. So. Okay, yeah, no, I mean, because it is an open world game, obviously there are going to, there's going to be that issue with story points, I think. And, so easy and, to go off well, yeah, time. and also the the lack of direction. I felt I needed a bit more direction. Hmm. No, but that's, I like the the fact that you can go off and wonder. And I was never in any doubt where I needed to go to advance the plot. Yeah, I know where I need to go to advance the plot, but then um, the next pot point I was on, um, I wasn't quite powerful enough. Right. Um, and so I needed a little more direction of where was safe to explore. See, it seems, it seems to me that your your problem with this is kind of like the opposite of your problem with the witness, whereby you found the witness really easy. Whereas with this, you're shit and you're, you're not good enough, Dave. You're just I, not good I probably enough. I probably am not very good at it, but um, then you know I, I need a little bit of help there. Right, but from I mean, the game. are you doing loads of cooking? Because so much of it is all about making sure you've got loads of cooking, so you've got like. Yeah, three yeah, times no. as many hearts as you normally do. Oh yeah, no, yeah. For some bits, I had to, I had to use all sorts of um, little recipes. Yeah. So I mean, uh, especially doing like the cold areas and stuff like that. So just wear the right clothes for those. I, I didn't. I, in the, <laughs> I, in the I actually for the first first about an hour of it, I was wearing no clothes because oh. I didn't notice the clothes in the first room. You prick. <laughs> People react to you differently, don't they, if you've got no clothes on as well? Do they? Yeah. You wouldn't know, because you, you just think the game's full of people who, who think, who's this weird nudist? <laughs> so, yeah, so the the cold bit at the beginning I was having real trouble with. You are an idiot. <laughs> uh, maybe so, yeah, maybe so. But the the game is just a li- little bit beyond me. Okay. Well, no, that's fair enough. It's just a bit beyond you. That's Sorry. That's fine. I, I personally love it. I, I haven't got the DLC yet, but I really want to get it. But I, I just know that it'll never come down in price, and it's like, mm, I don't want to pay 20 I think, I think my issue also is, well, because I wasn't able to invest large chunks of time in it. Oh, uh, I very much did. Um, so, I, you know, you do a little bit here and a little bit there, which is fine if you're just doing, like, a shrine or something like that. But then when it is the, the little grindy areas... Hmm. Like having to stop uh, in in the middle of the wilderness and then pick it up again and be like, where, where exactly was I going? Yeah, and things like that. It was a, it, I don't know. See, my main issue actually, I was spending a lot of time playing, which means you got to play it plugged in, really. And so I was playing it in bed, basically with the switch resting upon my ample tummy. But because the power goes into the bottom of the bloody thing, it, the wire digs it. It's kind of it's not very comfortable. So I bought like a little ninety degree USB C adapter and that's made it way better because it means that the power comes out to the side now um so that, that's that was my top tip for switches is buy one of those uh well have you not seen the new power uh, charge station that they've uh, announced yeah but that's for sitting on top of like a, a flat surface isn't it i mean that's not going to balance on my tummy it, it's you know i mean fair enough it's not flat but... yeah the, the, no very the, <laughs> tra- remove one letter and you you're a lot closer. But your microphone seems to be resting on it quite nicely. Well, it's got a very wide base. And, and even then, I'm, I'm sort of holding up with a hand. Um, yeah. So, so you know, I, I well, the Switch itself, though, is, is, yeah, I agree, great. Although, I've kind of got, I've only got two games in it that I've really played. And now I'm I'm very much waiting for... I, I am very much the same. Yeah. Very much the same. Um, what I found great, though, was uh, it being able to do... Um, have it handheld because yeah. I found um, and it really helped me um, especially with the second game that I played on it which is mm. Super Mario Odyssey yeah um, I was I was playing it whilst getting the baby to sleep while nursing the baby to sleep yeah um, 
which was great holding it and especially when it it was when i was near the end of super mario odyssey we have the really difficult levels and because you can get quite stressed out by them yeah if i was nursing the baby to sleep i had to stay really calm and i found i did all the hardest levels like that because having the baby, you have to stay calm and staying calm during those quite, you know, tense final levels. Um, I found really helpful. So, so I think it'd be, I think there's a slight danger because obviously it has got motion controls. If you're playing something like Samba, I, de, Ami, Samba de Amigo and you accidentally shake the baby to death. <laughs> I, I didn't use any of the motion controls in Super Mario I, Odyssey. I, no, it, I really, I don't like that. Yeah, there are certain things that you could really only do by detaching the fucking things. Uh, there's certain moves like you know there was an absolute pain to pull off the spinning hat one where it's never did it yeah and it's it's like a really useful thing for picking up stuff uh, for getting certain um stars there's there's moons there's one where it's the frog's high jump yeah that you can only do with a motion control and you need it to get a certain star a certain moon yeah um and so uh that's the only time I ever used it. Right. Yeah. I, that was that did annoy me that they didn't find some way around that. Well, I mean, there's an option in the options to turn off motion controls. Yeah, yeah. Which I turned off. Yeah. But then it's, it's still like you have to use motion controls. Yeah. Like, but I've just switched them off. Yeah. It is. It is bobbins. <laughs> um, but but I mean, overall, fucking Mario, Mario Odyssey was brilliant. I loved it. Uh, right now. Oh, oh shall we get on to? Oh my god. Let me start by saying I love Mario Odyssey. I have hundred percented it. I have all the costumes. Yeah. I've done all the moons, every single moon. Okay. I've done the entire game. I loved every second of it. But yeah. it does have serious issues. If this game wasn't made by Nintendo yeah, um, and wasn't a Mario game and wasn't on the Switch, I think um, the press and... Um, gamers would have absolutely slated it for its design really? because it does all those things that any other game does and it gets slated for like um the different areas are all in different graphic styles and okay. the graphic styles are all over the place some things are realistic some things are cartoony yeah. some things are like single color some some things have got you know really detailed textures and it all mixes into one and any other game does that. Any other developer does that. Yeah. And they would get slated for it. But for some reason, and, and I, I, I think it works really well. But and for some reason, because it's Nintendo, no one slates them for it. So, I, I, th- I, I think there should be more leeway when other people try it. Yeah, maybe it's that whole. Because I don't think it's such a terrible thing to do. It might be that whole, like I said, that that G- G- Japanese versus versus Western snobbishness thing, whereby if a Japanese company does something, we're like, oh, it's brilliant. But if you know, Western company does it, it's like, yeah, you fucking idiot. <laughs> maybe, maybe, maybe that's exactly it. Hmm. I mean, um, we do give them sort of more leeway to be, you know, you think, oh, this isn't incompetence; it's a conscious decision, and therefore good. Uh, and. The next thing, oh, okay. Controls. The controls for Mario are terrible. Right. Well, in terms of yeah, well, like I said, the motion, the stuff that you can't do with that motion controls. But is also, really also these um, like they use too few uh, of the buttons to do too many moves. Okay. So, like um, the Z yeah. is used for uh, various moves, and sometimes the context sensitive but sometimes there's a blurred line from when one the context goes from one area to the other yeah so like i was i was doing stomps a lot when i didn't want to do stomps because um if you're going up it's uh, in a jump it's one thing if you're coming down in a jump it's another thing the z button yeah so like and and if you're just at the top you don't know which one you're going to do right and and when they used so few buttons and there's there's so many buttons unused on on the on the actual controller um they could have just put them on separate buttons yeah it would it would have been so easy to you know just just have it as a separate button and things like that yeah no no i i would i would happily send some of it split off yeah do you want the next one? Oh, there's more my god the the Poor camera Mario. the automated camera is 
terrible. I didn't have a problem with it. So, no, it's fine if you're in lovely calm areas like, and you're doing nice, you know, you know, gentle things. You can stop, rearrange the camera, get it set up for where you need it to be looking. But then there's certain um, timed uh, challenges that you have to do mm-hmm. um, or ones that are, are really rushed areas. Uh, and the camera, the automated camera, just picks terrible decisions. Like quite often putting walls and obstacles between you and and Mario. Mm. Um, there's a couple of examples, like um, I think it's the Lost Island, with when you're doing the Cooper races. Yeah. Um, you have to go round the tower in the centre, and the camera stays at the same angle as you. So you have to do if you're doing the gold, you know, trying to beat the gold Cooper. Yeah. Um, you have to take a couple of shortcuts doing a few fancy jumps around. There's a, a wall that usually you'd blast through. Yeah. But you have to do a fancy jump around it. And if you do the fancy jump around it, the automated camera just stays where it is. And you find yourself on the other side of a wall. Mm. So whilst you're trying, because you're obviously, you're in a race and you can't just stop to rearrange the camera. So you're, whilst you're still trying to run around, you're still you're trying to rearrange the camera to be in a position that you can see for the next obstacle and things like that. And they, there was far too many of those situations i mean i have a whole list <laughs> list of them yeah but um uh, yeah no having said all that yeah i still loved it yeah still loved it i thought the only thing i found a bit depressing was when we discovered about mario time at nintendo this is this was quite a few months ago remember it about about how shigeru Miyamoto were coming at 2am 2am in the morning and be like yes. it's mario time Ah, oh, God. Yeah, I actually do remember that. Yeah, I can't believe it. it's actually a horrible place to work. Because just because the the sheer joy of the stuff that they produce made me think maybe they do it right, but no, it's crunchy as fuck, which is really depressing. Yes, that is a shame. It's nice that Devolver have come out with that SNES game about crunch, haven't they? Oh. Yeah, it's a game basically about you know Fork Parker, um, uh, crunch game. Wait. Really? I've not heard this. Have you not? No, I've not, no. Yeah, no. The, the, it's, uh, you know, their, their fictional boss is, uh, I mean, he definitely uh, is. He's not fictional. He's a real guy. Um, but yeah, 100% got, real. He's got his own SNES game now. Hey, you should look it up, it's good. Um, <laughs> so, uh, what's coming out that you're actually looking forward to on Switch? Because, I don't know, I've, I've, I have been trying to look for something on the horizon because um, I feel I need a, another Switch game because it's so useful to use around the house because quite often I can't get on the PS4 mm. um, and I, I've not really I, this is my problem with it I'm like yeah. I've, I've really got into because there's stuff like there's things where I'm like well I, I don't want to pay 50 quid for a game I had on the Wii U um, there, I mean there's certain exceptions like Captain Toad Treasure Tracker actually I'm probably going to get that no, um, no, because that that does appeal, but but there's 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 yeah, there's not a lot else because I mean other than oh the um what do you call it the uh, the one where you're growing crops and shit um oh fuck what's Stardew Valley yeah Stardew Valley I got that and fuck me that overtook my life <laughs> that that absolutely that consumed me like terraria um uh, and and but then I totally got to a point where I'd basically done everything and I just was like eh. Now I'm really, really, I suddenly, I, I really crashed hard on that game. After putting in like a hundred hours, you know, growing everything and, and stuff like that, because it's a great tedium simulator. Really good one. Um, but, but yeah, there's nothing else. I'm, I'm, I'm other than that, I mean, I'm, I'm hoping Pikmin 4 shows up at E3. In fact, you know, if they could re-release <laughs> Pikmin 3 and I'll probably, I'll probably get that because, because it's great. Um, but, yeah, it's see, I was I was looking for an excuse to buy uh, Labo. Yeah, but um, uh, the baby's too small for it, so yeah, doesn't quite understand video games yet. So no. unfortunately, no, I, I, I yeah, I, I really like the idea of that. I, I mean, I don't, I can't see myself. Oh, if I was it. a child, I'd I'd have been all over. Labo. Oh yeah, no, if I was, if if you had like if I had a four year old as opposed to a four month year old, I think yeah, absolutely. I think and I think they're four month year old. Oh, yeah, good point. Um, a four month old I'll cut that in no I won't I'm an idiot uh, I, I definitely get it but but yeah so so really there's nothing there's nothing on the horizon that I can think of other than which know, is a shame because it's a, it's a great console yeah but I do I do think going forward um, 
the uh, cross any cross platform things I'll probably be getting on the Switch. So yeah. Oh, do you know what? I'm getting the Dark Souls remaster on it. Just <laughs> I have idea, no doubt you are. The idea of playing that portable is just like oh my god. No. no. Yeah. No. Yeah. I I couldn't do it. So. Well, no, you can't. You can't even play Zelda. You big cat-handed no. fool. It needs an easy mode. Oh, I can imagine that. That would be a brilliant April Fools. If Dark Souls announced an easy mode, <laughs> everyone would be so fucked off. <laughs> Bruh, not that. This is our game. This is pandering to, you know, they'd probably say I blame it on women or a minority, I'm sure. Well, if they want another sale, give me an easy mode. Okay. Just lick the cart and that'll be your easy mode. Ah, difficult. Is that, is that true about the cart? Have you not tasted them? No, no, I haven't. Have a lick. They're disgusting. <laughs> really horrible. Because I, I heard everyone saying when the when the console was released, but I didn't know whether it was actually true or not. You know, because you got there was that there was that hack that recently someone they managed to crack it basically the switch, um, and it was at some hardware level that basically they cannot patch around, um, and it made me think, well, they're going to someone's going to start producing like knockoff carts, and the way you're going to be able to test for them is probably going to be like, oh, is, it, is this genuine? <laughs> like the way pirates <laughs> pirates used to test gold by biting <laughs> it, by bending it with their teeth. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I love the idea that it's like like someone on Antiques Roadshow in the future. Goes, oh, this is, is this a genuine first edition? Let me just... Uh, fuck! Yes, it is! <laughs> um, yeah, I like that. Um, so, yeah, I, I'm, I'm, there's, there's nothing coming out. I mean, other than, you know, reissues. There's Metroid 4's a billion years away, I'm sure. Pikmin 4's disappeared. I, I got Splatoon 2, but honestly, it, I didn't really enjoy the multiplayer. I'll probably go back for the single player, but yeah, a bit disappointed, really, in terms of the release schedule. And even then, you know, two of the best games ever have come out for it, but but now it's just gone, you know, it's flatlined. And, yeah, which is a pity. But, um, yeah, I'm looking forward to seeing what E3 brings, because I'm sure there'll be some amazeball stuff, and it's less than a month away. Or rather, it was less than a month ago, you know, for, <laughs> for when this comes out. Um... What else have I played? Uh, I played a bit of Superflight because uh, um, Mark Werrett, my friend Mark Werrett, recommended it. Also, by the way, he's the one who won the competition for because uh, I basically only two people entered this competition. So when I saw him last, I flipped a coin and he guessed it right. So um, he's he's getting a Steam code for um, uh, Super Hydora. So I, that's that's I, I know that sounds that sounds really corrupt, but two people entered the competition. Two people, yeah. Well, that's because that's good. Could we not have, like, you know, stretched to two codes? That's like all of our listeners. <laughs> no, because I only got one for free, and I'm not paying. <laughs> um, so, yeah, super. it's really good, really fun. It's just like a little game where you're just um, sort of uh, wingsuiting through procedural things, and the closer you get, the more points you get. It feels really nice. Um, I, do you know, if I had that on Switch, that'd be a great game to sort of chill with. And and to what end do you wingsuit Points. Them? Just points. points. Is it just, just a points grab? And then points make prizes. Except there are no prizes. Achievements. There you go. You get achievements. I mean, it's just like a little sort of thing. Because I think he, it was one of the things that got knocked up as like a little experiment, but then stuck it out for two quid and loads of people bought it. So I think it's done quite well for him. Um, and I've been playing The Division um, on Sunday nights with my friends. And I'm enjoying that. It's all right. It's, um, every... with, with your friends? Yeah, friends. Playing it online. Oh. We're doing that tomorrow night, yeah. Um, we did, we have a little souls club, but because we're, there's no souls at the moment, because we were doing Bloodborne in New Game Plus and we got a bit bored of it. Um, Ooh, la da Yeah, because we're so rock hard. <laughs> Apart from, we, we got to Mikolash and he absolutely handed our asses to us and we got, we were like, fuck this noise. Let's play something else. <laughs> so we all got the division because it's cheap and, um, quite enjoying that. But, you know, it's, enemies are a bit bullet spongy, but, now we're getting some more sort of advanced abilities. Um, it's, it's quite cool actually. It's a bit of strategy coming into the fights. So, yeah, it's, and it's nice. It's just nice to, you know, tromp through games with friends in it. it Cause, you know, multiplayer elevates shit into brilliance. Yeah. Yeah. I love co-op. Co-op's brilliant. Yeah. Great. Love it. What games should be co-op? I wholeheartedly agree. Or co-op that devolves into antagonistic co-op like Spelunky. Yeah. As long as there's griefing. Yeah, I'm just griefy. Um, have you got anything else you've played? Nope. All oh, right, I think that might be it for me as well. I mean, there's actually there's must be tons more. There probably is more. 
The fact that I forgot about fucking Stardew Valley. Well, I mean, I was I was playing a bit of Devol- uh, Delver. Delver. Oh, okay. Which uh, I don't think I've played enough of it to give it a, a, a review yet. Mm. There isn't a minimum amount for us. <laughs> I, I'm really... Do, do you know what? I would love to play that, but I think the interface is fucking awful. I really hate the controls. Yeah, I I do have a slight problem with the controls, but I I I have a bit of a soft spot for it. I I think I I wish it was better because it looks beautiful. I I just wish the weapons were more responsive, really. Yeah, yeah. Because uh, they seem to all have a huge draw, uh, and then before it's released, releases the attack. So yeah. I just love it. The wind up. Yeah, I'd prefer it to have a, a cooldown instead. So yeah. you attack, and then it takes a while to bring your weapon back. Mm. Um, I just think that's the wrong way around. Yeah, I know it's it's it's, it's like I'd I'd love to see like that engine do a non procedural proper sort of dungeon crawl with puzzles and and stuff like that. I, but I think the procedural it's done really well though. It, it seems to have a nice variety to it. Yeah, but I just I. I don't know. I just have an issue, and it's, it's it's got a thing where it's multi-level as well. So yeah, so I think I think they've done that really well. Oh no, right, yeah, that's fine. However, I I would love to play like something that was you want like, some story. Yeah, I'd, I'd love to play like something like Arx Fatalis, but done or Arx Fatalist, but done sort of you know with that style of graphic. Like for instance, I mean, if I was to if I when I've done my game, if I was to do a three D game, that's what I'd love to do make is to make something like Arx Fatalist, but like proper on the cheap in terms of um you know the uh the look of it just because you know the the, the budgets that i would be working at that that's kind of a necessity but i think it looks really charming as well but i you know, I, I love that kind of thing i love that that sense of exploration and um and, and mystery that those games give yeah, yeah. so so yeah that would be that would be i can do either way i can do either way okay. designed or procedural yeah procedural i mean the procedure was fine when it's like a short game, and Delver is a fairly short game. I, I think you know, for for longer games, it's it's mad when you see that. Yeah. Um. Right. Okay. So I, I guess we can do um. Kickstarter shit starter now because we had a look and it's really slim pickings in terms of good stuff. I think Kickstarter seems to be a, a, you know dropped off a bit. Uh, a lot of um, there's not a lot of cash grabs on there and things like that. You know, people just chancing their, their arm so which what? has really hindered our shit starter list yeah and I'm... then a lot of the um you know games that i think would be on you know the quality games that would be on there a lot of them started going early access and other avenues mm. so I, I think yeah kickstarter maybe maybe on the wane a little well hopefully it lasts i, I want to do one at the end of the year so. Oh no! I, I, there's been a lot of successful ones, but I think it's uh, it's it's those games that are suited to Kickstarter now. Yeah, I think is it's finding its its niche almost. So I don't think it'll it'll you know collapse the Kickstarter. I think it'll always be there. But yeah. Um. Okay. Well, the stuff I saw. So there's only a couple of really really bad ones, but in terms of okay stuff, there's one called uh, 1980X. Um. Which was weird because it's basically like five. It's like a. It seems to be like almost like a point and click or a narrative thing, and then there are five games within it, uh, and five arcade games. There's like a, a shoot 'em up and a racing game and a platformer and a, a ninja game, and an yeah, RPG. The, the games did look okay though. They, they did, and I. But I worry that we saw everything that they actually. We contained. didn't see a lot of each game. Yes. And and I feel like sorry, you're making effectively six games. For the price of one, I, I worry about the amount of depth and you know but, polish I mean, and one of these where you only get because obviously in in the point and click adventure there's an arcade uh, yeah. in there which is obviously where you go in and play these games yeah I mean do you need full fully realized games within that context I don't know. it feels like that's what they're telling you you're going to get so fair enough. It does say six games for the price of one, doesn't it? So Does it say that? Yeah. Yes, well, so that was a slight concern. But, I mean, you know, graphically and stuff, quite nice. Um, but it seems like from the the other the other part of it, the kind of, if it is point and click or whatever. It said point of click coming, coming of age. Game. Yeah. But there's only like one scene that they seem to show. Yeah, there, there was very little of like, that actual part yeah, of the game. An actual looping that? animation that just went on for yeah. ages. 
Um, Feylands looked alright. It was uh, it's basically a Metroidvania um, or a walking sideways game. Uh, yes, Dave, Dave thought. <laughs> um, it's quite washed out looking, but looks nice. Doesn't seem to offer anything new particularly. But yeah, the graphics were the graphics were nice enough. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it seemed very choreographed. The the stuff that it was showing. Mm. Um, like you said, oh, why, why, why aren't they going in these do- doorways that looks far more interesting? Yeah, and also like, the, like the enemies, he has a shield. It's like the enemies are aiming for the shield. Every single enemy, that was yeah, weird. The That's very strange. Um, oh, the Duino Drive. It's the retro game console for makers. It seems like a really terrible idea. It's another fucking white elephant, basically. This another. Oh, look, you can make your own games. Um, and yeah, I don't, I don't get what it offers above, like just getting a Raspberry Pi. Nothing, I would no. say. Um, apart, oh, it has its own controller. What do you fucking do with six buttons? It's got six buttons that controller. Well, my um, Makey Makey's got more than that. Well, then this is shit. <laughs> um, Coleco Evolved looks shitting awful. If you remember, the Coleco used to do these little sort of little arcade games that are quite a sort of a, a nice look, but with them. licenses. Yeah, but with licenses. Yeah. Um, like so, there's like a little Pac-Man one and a Donkey Kong. Yeah, yeah, etc. And and they used to do these mini arcades that had like little LED screens. Um, but so what? The, as in, as in, like, like the old LCD ones where yeah. you'd only have limited things they could show. And so they've got two new ones, which is like some Rainbow Bright game. And what was it? Um, oh, some who gives a shit shooter um, game. It looks <laughs> Robotech. Look, Robotech. That was it. It looks terrible. <laughs> like they, I mean, and they they're gone. Oh, look! It uses lithium-ion batteries now, and it uses a proper LCD screen, and it's got a really powerful engine. It's like no, it looks like absolute garbage. And they keep on to say the word classic is like the every other word that comes out of their mouth. These classic arcade games. These future classics. Yeah. Classic, classic, classic. The reason the old ones only did well was because they had the licenses to those other games. Yeah. Where and some people won't be care about Rainbow Bright, but I imagine it's mostly thirty-five-year-old ironic goths um, rather than people like I. The, the only person I know who's mentioned Rainbow Bright is is big bloke who's got a tattoo of her. Um, so yeah, that's uh, that's you know meh. Um, oh, I forgot to show you this. There's there's a video game called Corn Wars, um, which it looks terrible where you shoot seeds or something. But the video, the guy... Oh, I thought it was about, you know, the actual Corn Wars. Oh, no. <laughs> um, but the guy goes, so what is Corn Wars at the start of the video? And speech for about 30 seconds, doesn't elucidate you at all, and then says, so what is Corn Wars? <laughs> it's like, fucking hell. He's just going to do that every 30 seconds. Um, Rogue Heroes, Ruins of Tezos, which I, I thought was a type of coffee capsule um, that you could get. No, or no. T- um, tasers, or were they one of those things that used to get in crisps that you could link together like pogs? I'm pretty sure that's yeah. No, it's those. Anyway, it looks like um, uh, Zelda Four Swords, but with also a bit of planting crops and shit like that. It looks quite nice. Yeah, but it do, it does look like they've gone. Oh, what what's popular at the moment? Oh, let's let's have some of that in our game. Yeah, let's pay lip service to as much as possible. Yeah, but. You know, I looked at it. I mean, the graphics are, you know, really boring, but... It looks competently done, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Definitely. Uh, Dildos in Space, I mentioned, because it looks like shit. No. Um, and... Uh, terrible. Oh, Nicania, or Nicania. Um, <laughs> just watch the video, because the guy, he, he comes across as an absolute bellend. It sounds like he's trying to do a rap. Do you think? Yeah, the, just the like the the meter of his, his of his, yeah. his speech just seems to it almost like he's yeah, but he seems really smug, like he's showing you the coolest thing ever that he did all on himself. I am amazing. Um, yeah, he's a bell end. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I th- is that slander? Oh, fuck it, he's a bell end. No, no. Um. So, but uh, was there anything else? Uh, Blades of Unaki. Oh yeah, that's back. We, it's weird, the la- we talked about that on the last one of these. Yes. And they cancelled yeah. it, and then they deleted it, so you couldn't tell that they'd tried and done it before. Um, and, and it's back. And it's back. They're trying to ask for more money again. And, and it was no, we, we noted it last time because, uh, Unagi is the, uh, the secret Chinese martial art that but, yeah. Ross uses in Friends. Yeah. Which turns out to be a Japanese eel. Yeah. And, yeah. But it's, it's back and they, they want money and they're not going to get it. 
again. Again. <laughs> um, and there were some other things on there, but nothing, nothing. Oh, yeah, one thing that's coming. Actually, no, um, knuckle, oh, knuckle sandwich. That looks great. That's on there, but it's only got like five days to go. It's made its money already. It's made its money, but that, that's, well, that's been around for ages. Yeah, I, I played it. I played it the year before last at yeah. Fantastic Fest. Um, so yeah, he's, that's been a while that's being made, but that looks good. But also coming out on it in, I think Stone Shard it's called. I think it's May 15th and it's currently the 12th. Um, that's getting, um, launched on there. And that's, I've been watching the, uh, devlog on TigSource and it looks really, it's like another top down, turn based sort of roguelikey type thing, but really nice graphics. And therefore I'm sold. Um, <laughs> so kind of like that game you made, the hack stash loot. But really nice graphics. But with nice graphics, yeah. <laughs> no, well, I'll, you also, I'll agree with that. You had terrible had, graphics. They had lovely graphics. You just stole them from somewhere. That's the issue. <laughs> it had terrible graphics. That you stole. Um, <laughs> and weren't you still good ones? Um, so, uh, so I think, I think that's kind of it, isn't it? Is there anything else to mention? I, I think that's everything. That's everything. That's six months worth of shit done. Okay. Um, I wonder if I pressed record. <laughs> Um, right, well, we're going to call this a day, um, because I am going to go and see if my baby recognises me again. I shaved my beard this morning, and he's been looking at me very uncertainly ever since. And then Dave arrived, and that's a new face. And I'm worried that he probably thinks you're his father now. Um, <laughs> probably not. Uh, right, thank you for listening. Goodbye. Bye. <laughs>